Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Ozir the Paladin. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Krecky the Brute. What? Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, I'm JD. I'm playing Nulsk the Slayer. And I'm Nathan. I'm the GM for this session. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. As, as said, as said right there, <laughs> Zach, you, you, you got got last time, uh, poor, poor Grieg bit the dust, uh, and you're playing somebody else this time. You want to, you want to talk to us about Krecky? First of all, thank you for giving him, you know, the proper respect by he saying, probably you got himself. got like some <laughs> fucking hoodlum, like, yeah, you got got, <laughs> shouldn't have been driving out late at night in the fucking undisputed territory. Yeah, yeah, you knew, you, yeah, you knew. <laughs> the windows weren't up, you got fucked, homie. <laughs> Jesus, like, who says you got got? Sorry, I was trying to be conversational. <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> the people want to know. Okay. All right. So all right. All right. So, yeah, I got got. Okay. A moment of silence. Thank you. For Grieg, who died tragically. I'd pour some out, but your basement already flooded. Yeah. So. Thank you. So, Zach. Last week, poor sweet Grieg was uh, electrocuted. And and did not did not pass the appropriate roles to remain on this mortal plane. Yeah, so, uh, that's true. Uh, so I had to. Could you be a little bit more somber, please? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, you know, I took the week to really think uh, how I could come back into this game, and I'll admit, um, wasn't an easy decision. Turns out, uh, we did have a. F <laughs> uh, we had someone on hand, as it were. Uh, that I could choose, and I thought Krecky uh, seemed like the the perfect option. Uh, a very much a blank canvas that I could paint on a little bit. He's got some. He's obviously got a little bit of character that you've given into him, but not like an overwhelming backstory. And uh, it just allows me. Uh, I, I think also allows the narrative to not to have to uh, interject another like, hey, let's establish you and create relationships. We can kind of just push that a little bit more into the front light so it seems it seemed like the the best choice and i thought i could have fun um yeah as i said at the top i'm going to be playing the brute class uh which is really a neat little class i want to give a shout out to james hawthorne i'm just going to go through some some of the stuff about it do you want me to do like well starting moves will come up uh maybe i'll just do drive and background and i mean my look is i'm a giant sword as we've described before i've got uh, some scary edges uh i've i've, I've met he looks the, like a spine yeah i look like a spine it's a big just a big iron sword that looks like a spine yeah and uh yeah so uh my damage is a d8 my armor is two my uh, uh we'll get into all this stuff later my drive i decided to go with revenge but we are taking a, a, a different kind of bent on it uh it says crush anyone who stands in your way which was actually what really drove me towards that drive, the other two drives, greed and outsider, really didn't make sense. 
Um, Revenge, I thought, would be nice because I really do think Krecky is indebted to Ozier um, to help him finish his quest. And right now, uh, we have kind of set up that Ozier will help release Krecky from the sword, you know, uh, which probably means dying. But I feel like we've got enough space here where we can investigate that as the as the journey continues. And, you know, we'll see how he feels at the end. My background is construct. Your undead slash stone slash ceramic flesh gives natural plus one armor. I mean, I'm made of a sword uh, and I will hopefully be able to uh, animate some things. We shall see. And uh, become a con- basically a living construct. Uh, not quite in the way of silic in the sense of I might be able to have different bodies. Kind of what we've discussed off air. And you'll see a little bit more of that in the coming episodes. Is there anything else you think maybe uh, we want to go for? I can tell you my gear. Uh, my gear right now. Uh, I have a broadsword chosen. Is it a broadsword or a club? I feel like Krecky being you are a, a broadsword. <laughs> I know I am a broadsword <laughs> as well as if you know depending what the narrative states I I imagine a smith would use a a weapon that he was used to forging. So I chose that over a blunt instrument, but you know, I'm 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 amenable. Uh, and then I got to choose three supplies. I decided not to choose sheep carcass or bunch of skulls and went instead for adventuring gear, healing potions, and a fancy hat and a bag of 15 coins. Now the fancy hat I'm really keen on uh, figuring out exactly how that's going to come in. And this is uh, this is one of the powers of playing role-playing games is I get to say, Nathan, I get a fancy hat, and he has to deal with it. Yeah, you'll get a fancy hat probably. Um, the, Most definitely. The, uh, the bag of coin, all your other stuff, I'm going to say belongs to somebody else until I give it to you. Yep, that sounds great. Uh, just retroactively, hey, you had it the whole time, so tell me who has those things. Oh, yeah, because totally. Because you're a sword. You don't have pockets. My God. <laughs> uh, my good friend, actually, Ozier, has more than enough coin. Uh, the healing potions. Actually, you know what? This. How about this? The healing potions and the adventuring gear are just being pilfered off Grieg. Oh, that tracks, yeah. Yeah, they're just excess stuff that when we get into the situation where Eki, where Eki, where Greki is animated, uh, it'll become... More than apparent that I should have um, um, some means about myself, right? So I imagine that, let's just say for, for the time being, that Nolsk has packed this the adventuring gear. And uh, Ozier, you probably have the healing potions because Nolsk, as we've yeah. stated before, his body doesn't really do super well with healing potions of this world, right? Uh, that That seems right. I Did don't we? Rem- I, I don't yeah, remember I don't what remember exactly that, the I, with that. I'm remembering this from a, a while ago. I think where we talked about like the idea of like our earthly potions wouldn't interact with your otherworldliness super well. That might be wrong because yeah, I, I don't. Healed it. I no, just, you heal them with magic, yes, yeah. but like healing potions. Maybe this was someone else, and now I'm just transferring it. But he's a freaking demon. I, I don't know. I, I universal healing salve. I guess I would leave this. I, I. I could see the argument either way, because Nolsk is like a literal, like physical thing here. He may have a strange uh, anatomy, but he exists in this plane. Yeah, Un- unlike some of the other Pythians that I've played. I mean, I have a beating Schmorgan, just like any good <laughs> living creature. You got one left. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I I don't see any reason Nolsk can't use healing potions. If we said that before, it's not. 
Nah. That important. It's not that important to we me. We get drunk and say things. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're under no requirement to be uh, consistent throughout each of our games. If you ever expected that of us, shame on you. <laughs> How, really? How dare you? This is living art. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the main main Krekiisms. I did not uh, get a chance; been a little bit busy to start on bonds, but I have some ideas. I wanted to use some, at least one of the pre-made bonds, um, and one of them is blank. Looks like a goblin, <laughs> so obviously socks is a, a shoe in. But I think I'm gonna go with Nulsk for this particular one, um, and see how this evolves. I just think it's kind of fun. It dials into maybe uh, Krecky's misunderstanding or, you know, suspicion of Nulsk starting in. Uh, and we can kind of try and evolve that relationship. How does that sound, JD? Yeah, I like it. That's cool. But I do need one for Ozier. Didn't Ozier wield Krecky for a while there? That I mean, there could be something in that. Yeah, I think my inclination was to go towards, like, I owe Ozier a great debt. I, I was thinking that more for my bond with you. Oh. That, like, I owe Krecky some form of, like, release. Because the the agreement before was that Ozir would come and save Krecky if Krecky went and fucked with Dojol. So we're kind of square there? As far as as far as far him saving you from that, there's there's I, I like JD's point that he wielded you, which I think is a bit more intimate. Uh yeah, I mean I I could I could see that as a bond like Ozier has hath wielded me, and we can evolve that from somewhere. Keep it kind of simple, and then yeah. like see how we we work together. That's not that's fine to me. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That could go in a couple of different directions potentially. <clears throat> and then I guess I haven't uh particularly thought about my I haven't had a ton of time to think about my interactions on the front of the other things that they're called what flags. flags thank you gentlemen uh the brain is slowly kicking into gear but i did think about being a shield for one allow me to shield you from ruinous destruction something like that but maybe a little bit more practical allow me to take the take a blow for you allow me to take the blunt uh, the the brunt of a blow for you yeah that's fine with me that is um uh, i'm interested in nolsk trying to hit that and then I, uh, I want a talking one. Um, is it, you know, I'm I'm kind of starting to inhabit the body. Is there something that you guys would like to try and interact with with Krecky as far as socially, sorry, social stuff goes? Like, I like I said, I as you asked me before, rather, I didn't really write any more backstory for him than you guys already have. If if you want the opportunity to create a life for Krecky, I I think that a flag that is facilitates that would be kind of cool that being said there are plenty of other things you could do i like something something related to this idea that maybe um because we've talked about the the cyclopes that we've met having i don't, I don't want to say like weird mental hang-ups or issues but i think it'd be interesting if if like you're the soul of a thousand year old cyclops that's trapped on a sword you know, so anything that we tease out of you, like any story about your past or about your remembering is like, you know, potentially really false. So one of the, one of like the standard flags is like, ask me about blank and suffer through my wrong answer or whatever. So it could be like, try to tease out information uh, about my past. I enjoy the idea of Krecky kind of being a, a tall tale teller. Also, you're broken. 
You you got broken last episode. It just didn't it just like the blade is whole, but some of the spines are gone, right? Yeah. I mean, it's still broken. I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to f- explain some of that. But are we just gonna RP it that he knows a lot about the island? Oh, uh, he's gonna he's gonna spout lore at relevant points. Okay. Conveniently, he got broken. Oh yeah. Okay. So, help me to remember my life before this transformation or something like that. Help me to remember my life before my transformation. Is that what we want? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like that. All right. Do you want to talk about Nulsk's your choice of move? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've decided that it makes a lot of sense given the fact that we kind of adjusted um, the relationship between Sox and Nulsk where they were both kind of pets of Grieg in a way, um, both with their own personalities and with their own, uh, I guess, goals. But, you know, they both were like kind of related to him and so related to each other and then both loved murdering things. So I've decided to take on Socks as my animal companion with the wildling move, uh, which lets me take a move from the ranger class list. So it does say that if there's already a ranger, they'll need to help you tame the beast or learn the move. Well, there's not any more. So it's just it's just Nulsk and Socks now. Which is sad, but at least they have each other. So where we left off was Big Thought is dead. This large mound that you guys are within has stopped moving. You hear no movement from his followers if they are even still here. What do you do? With, with you know, Grieg's dead body there, Nulsk and Sox both come up like, Sox is like sniffing and upset, and Nulsk is waggling his tongues, which is how he smells, and is upset, and they both kind of like grab onto each other and hold each other and cry for a while. I think I talked about that a little bit last last time, but that's probably definitely where we're still at. I don't think we've recovered I think because of his training, Ozier has a fair amount of experience with like people dealing with death and like being around them. And so he like kneels down on the opposite side of the body. He has moved on, my friend. What among your kind would be done with the body? Where I come from. Bodies are used for magic. I, they, they do bad things with them. The captain deserves better. I agree, Nelsk. When you sailed with Grieg, what would you have done for the bodies then? We threw bodies to the sea. Old Captain had a god of water. Nathan, is this place pretty cleared out now? If anybody's here, they're not making a noise, and they're certainly not going to fuck with you. Okay. It's a long way to the sea from here, Nilsk. And Ozier kind of looks around. Do you think this would make an acceptable tomb for Grieg? With these things... And I think I think Nulsk like looks down, kind of over the ledge, down on the altar where 
the the dead birds are. They would eat him. I will sanctify this place so that those he is buried with will never rise to harm him. I can promise you that, Nolsk. Among some cultures, it is honorable to be buried with the foes you slew. What does that mean? Sanctify. To bless. To give a place holy protection. My god is the bane of undead. He will protect Grieg's body. This place made okay. But we must get rid of these things. Is he talking about the the birds? No, the uh the like last of the you know, whatever remaining like formed creatures these are. And I think he's gonna Nilsk like starts to to get back to his feet. Um I think I mentioned the fact that like I tore the the last like hanging remnants of, of bone from his from his shoulder. I think he like reaches out his, his left hand for his socks to clamber up. And socks, you know, sniffs and like hesitates uh and like looks back at, at Grieg's body and then climbs up because Socks knows what I intend to do. And then Nilsk is going to pull out his tri-pick and is about to leap over the edge to go and purge this place of of these last creatures. Yeah, I may have you do something, but does Ozier have a response to this? Can I see any, like, movement or anything? I think that there is a very purposeful hush in this place. The sound of people not moving. This is a place with, like, houses and people right. living. They've shuttered themselves up. They're hiding from you. You may see some people peeking their heads over window sills or out the cracks of doors. This is like the wild, the, the, the western town after the shootout. That's a very, very good analogy for what I'm going for. Yeah, it, it's, it's the sound of people trying not to make a fuss. Ozir scoops Grieg up in his arms, and I'm just going to start making my way down with the express intention of like backing Nulsk up when I get down there. Nulsk, do you have any do you have any thirst? Uh oh yeah, I got three thirst right now. Define injury plus thirst. That is an eight. Nulsk, I think you take your time. Where you tend to regularly to be impetuous. This is a quiet frightening anger that you approach this task with i want to just add like that little bit of flavor here too because after my first kill my thirst goes away but then i just keep going right so i think i i think it's exactly what you're saying yeah so i mean please narrate this i just wanted to give you a tone that i have in mind for like what that role represents no i think that's it and i think it is this like we're like you know, clearing this place out, but it is a it is a blood price. It is like Socks and I are working together to kill these things, essentially in cold blood, to try and like feel better, which <laughs> obviously doesn't work. But you know, we're we're going through it anyway because like that's the only this is what Socks and I do is murder things and be cute. But that's it, and the time for being cute is over. Yeah, we're we're methodically like destroying these people. I think 
midway through this. You kick in a door, which is really just a root cut into like a semicircular shape. And there are a few of these things, these people, the followers of Igthot, huddled in the back edges of their cut-out hut. And you've long since given up on feeling better. You're covered in the thick black blood of these people. And practically all at once, you all just hear the heavy drops of rain hitting this hill. It sounds like thousands of drums being struck at once. You kill them efficiently and aggressively. You still don't feel any better. Ozir, as Nolskin socks carry out their grim task, what do you do? I I get my embalming kit out on the the altar, and I, I like clean the shit off of it. And I think, I mean, I'm sure there's like buckets of water in this in their dwellings or something. And I find some like rags and water. Water starting to pour in through the open, through the ceiling. Not through the ceiling, but through the open. Uh, oh yes, yes, through the ceiling, through the open eye holes that yeah. Big Thought had made. Okay. So I ju- I'm just like wiping the table off, cleaning yeah. it. Ironically, your boots are becoming more and more muddied as you walk around. And I lay out uh, Gree on the table, and I start like the embalming process. So removing organs. I think I have like a jar of salt and like you know preserving the body and then I take my cloak off and I wrap uh Grieg in the cloak as Ozir's tie like wrapping his cloak around Grieg's body he tucks that piece of uh obsidian that he had that is either an actual part of the black gates or he thinks is a part of the black gates into the folds of his of the like wrappings and then he clears away a circle of like corpses and stuff from around the altar and then he draws a ritual circle around it not that he has like any ability to empower it with any actual magic but it, it's just part of like the sanctification and stuff and i think that i like pack some of the weapons their weapons around his body and because like I don't know what Grieg's people's burial practice probably like sinking a body in a swamp um so which this hill might soon become I was gonna say good news (laughs) 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 so then I just wait for Nolsk to be done like once I finish with all we probably finish around the same time Nolsk water is pouring into this place describe your last how do I say this? Describe your last kill, I suppose. I think you go in, you know, kick open one of these doors that you described. And this creature, knowing what I've been doing, considering the fact that I'm covered in black blood, tries to run away. But Nulse can move pretty quickly when he wants to. And I kind of leap ahead and just catch him. I like catch this creature in the back with my tri pick, and I'm gonna like drag that down, drag it down to the ground, and drag it outside. And I'm gonna like push it down and put my my foot on its head, 
and then Socks is going to run out and like tear its throat out. And then we'll go back and join Ozir. It's like Socks comes crawling back up and perches on, on Nolsk's shoulder. And I'm going to look up at the rain that's coming down. This fucking place where even water falls from the sky. Sick of water. While Ozir was embalming Grieg, I'm going to try to, because Ozir's whole, like, I mean, his bond with Grieg was basically that he badgers Grieg, or Grieg's bond with him was that, like, about using these souls in case he died. So I'm going to attempt to, like, with a hand on his face on these tattoos, reach into them and try to, like, un-anchor them from Grieg. I'm going to interpret this as you asking death for help in removing these spirits from Grieg. Yeah, essentially. Uh, Defy danger plus charisma. That is a 10. Uh, describe how this looks. You have Vulcan. It works. So you, have, you, I'll give you the whole scene. So Ozir reaches out to, to death. And I think he goes to... Have I already rolled Black Gates once? With, no. With Ozir? No. No. Okay. No, you just um, you went there for half a second when you got struck by lightning. That's, oh, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's still just those like two obsidian pillars. Like it's just the black gates. Like they don't look any different for him, because it's what his faith believes they are. Um. And he is like standing before the black gates. I must make use of your power. I know it is not my place. But with it, I can bequeath upon you the souls of 10,000 gods. I think the gates just creak open. So then when he flashes back, I I think the the souls of all these elven deities imprinted on uh, Grieg, you, like, see them in the, uh, the room, and uh, like, gathering around Grieg, and then just slowly, one by one, they start fading backwards. Like it's like a crowd, you know, and they just like fade out of existence. It's like a procession, I assume. Where they yeah, as they're walking through the gates. Like weirdly, uh, the I was thinking of the undead army in yes, Return of the King, like where they're all kind of yeah, sweet. No, they're a bunch of ghosts, <laughs> just everywhere now. I think you could probably assume that it has something to do with Ozir, but I'm not sure you totally understand. Yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> Um, what did you do? You know the tattoos that Krieg had? I. These are those. They are returning home. Uh, take a plus one to your next paladin move. Ooh. For giving God a whole bunch of sweet souls. Now what? We we're only here because Captain had things talking to him. What do we do now? Well, we know that the deal was to kill the sons. There's no reason for him to not bargain with us. I say, 
There's two more sons. D does Nilsk know what Grieg was going to do? Like, do we know what Grieg's plan was? I don't think so. Well, then we collect whatever reward is waiting for us. Fine. Oh, Zier. Cracky? I just had an idea. Uh, something I forgot about. Do you see that kiln over there? The broken one, yes. Could you bring me over there, please? Ozier just sets you on top. Okay. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind stabbing me into the rubble, please. Yeah, Ozier does so. Uh, sweet. And, like, the sword, like, jams into, like, one of the bigger parts of this kind of broken kiln. I imagine you see some, uh, some, some, some great vibrations and maybe the, let's say, let's say, like, a, a, a small path of light, like, traces its way down and, you know, not like a, it, like, lights up, but it just, like, you see kind of like a, one singular light go through like the form of like the rocks before they start like shifting and making uh, slowly as like a body being pulled out of mud almost as it like forms itself and like pulls itself together out of the ground and all the constituent parts just kind of are swirling around in his chest until they find a, a happy little place to sit that somewhat like approximates a humanoid form uh the 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 different metals like patching in parts that would maybe be important hinges things like that and uh this at the center of all of this in the spine is where the sword will sit and his head in front and slowly <laughs> that is good and Krecky turns around, your sword, your confidant, your good friend, uh, and stares you with a stares at you in the face with like one like giant singular scrap of metal that's like torn that's like sitting in the center of what you approximate as a forehead. I just realized it was kind of like swiveling around as you made the gesture. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, it's kind of like yeah, that's like sweet. whizzing around his head. Why didn't you tell me you could do that earlier? I forgot. <laughs> that seems like an important piece of information to forget, Cracky. You could have come in handy. Not that you didn't. I don't mean to impl- I understand. I'm very sorry. The rain has begun to mix with the mud of this, of this hillock. Coming down in big, fat, black drops. Perhaps we should get out of the rain. Yes, I agree. Lead on, Nulsk. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna waggle my tongues a little bit. Yeah. So you, you, you wind back through the tunnels out of this, this large central dome, and you come out, and unsurprisingly, it's just pouring, it's raining cats and dogs. It's, it's the, the, the drops are thick and dark, practically blotting out the sky. Sucks 
find somewhere out of the rain. I mean, hell yeah. Uh, Fighting your plus whiz, I guess. Uh, I think they, uh, what, what is it, the cunning? Is that what they use to... Is it? Oh, because uh, well, I guess normally it would just be like track, and you add their cunning, huh? But I don't have like track yeah, and shit, it would be. so we are gonna have to kind of figure out how that works. It, I mean, I think it was was it wisdom for the track move? It's yeah, yeah. no, I think it is. But am yeah. I still? So the track move is a specific move, right? And then the the animal companion move says that like you can add their cunning to your track, uh, but yeah, not necessarily exactly. to your defy danger. Because I'm not really using track, but I don't know how we want to... We need to establish how this is going to work. roll plus his cunning? Instead of rolling plus your whiz and his cunning, it's just plus Sox's cunning? Yeah. I assume I assume your wisdom is bad. Am I wrong there? Um, It's fine. It's a one. Oh. Oh. And I assume his cunning's one? No, it's two. I have no problem with you rolling plus two, if that seems like a, a, a fair meeting of between... Yeah. Okay, cool. I will do that. Eight. Oh, yeah. Also, you can add his cunning when you discern realities. Oh. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. fucking good to know. Yeah, that's the good one. Sorry, I was just looking at it again. I was like, I thought there was one for just, like, discerning. Yeah. You that's. Can. I mean, and that's what I should have had you do instead of, yeah. instead of defying danger. That's stupid. Yeah, no, add... So I guess it's still a nine, isn't it? But you're discerning realities instead. Okay, and then just adding the cunning danger. to that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was cool. I was being I was being silly. Okay. Uh, then yes. What here is useful or valuable? I suppose. I think you can find a, a sort of rocky outcropping without much problem here. Uh, the real thing was getting rocks under us so that we also wouldn't be flooded out or mudded. You can say what sort of like hidey hole or whatever that you can find. I have no problem with that. Um, I think that what you guys had failed to notice this uh, during this entire time where you guys walk, you're like, oh, we have to find shelter. In the sky, far out or along the horizon is a, a large black pillar, almost like a monolith, just floating in the air. That seems to have water pouring out of it. Uh, that's That's a cloud, Nathan. I don't know. That's where yes, but that's where rain comes from. It looks like it looks like a stat. It's like a rock. <laughs> some some clouds like look a like rocks. rocky cloud. <laughs> that's a that's a good use of your imagination, Nathan. Yeah, I think we find like a you know uh, like a little carved out overhang that's just like a few feet up off the ground in like a cliffside somewhere. Whatever. Yeah, that's more than more than reasonable. That's um yeah. We'll be safe here for the night. So long as it's dry. Dry enough. I am tired. And Nulsk, Nulsk like sits down with his back against the wall and probably quickly falls asleep. I have low ass HP, so... And he's like grieving, so I think even like setting up watch is not on Nulsk's priority. No. Ozir, what do you do? Ozir, he pulls out uh, his halberd. And starts like honing the edge, cleaning off the blood. Crecky. Yes. Do you prefer to fight with your fists or a weapon? When I was a man, I crafted weapons for great warriors. 
Therefore, I had to have a little hand in using them. So yes, a weapon would be suitable. I pull out the hammer and chisel, and I set them on the ground next to the halberd. You had a hand in earning these. They're yours if you want them, or you can have the halberd, whichever you're more comfortable with. Hmm. I... And he grabs at the, the hammer. This seems familiar to me. And he'll grab the sickle. Is that what he said? There? Chisel. Chisel. <laughs> he'll grab the he'll hammer grab. and sickle. Yeah. <laughs> we made the same joke last time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's more or less a stiletto. So he'll grab the stiletto and the hammer, and kind of turn them about, swing the hammer, kind of like yeah yeah with the with the stiletto a little bit to get a little Jeff in there, a uh, jab with it, and be like, this will be suitable. And I think where they looked rather unwieldy and large in Ozier's rather large hands, they they fit you. These weapon these weapons fit nicely in your big. They looked like strong hands. This fucking um, okay. I've been like thinking this the whole fucking time. This cracky version, like the way that Zach is playing it, is the most like never-ending story-esque character. Like it's not actually one of them, but at first I was like reminded of Falcor. And then, obviously, the big rock dude. Uh, and that movie fucking rules. So this is tight. <laughs> but this hammer this hammer and chisel fit fit well in your hands. Yeah, uh, Cricky appreciates the craftsmanship of the hammer and chisel. Um, I don't know if he knows how these were made. Or if he does, he can't drum it up. But if he, you know, like that, that comforting feeling I met, like there's no, I can't think of an analogy of that, but if you can think of like a, the comforting feeling of knowing you used to know how that probably someone that made this or how this was made. Spell lore. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't even trying to go for that. Uh, That's an eight. Something. Interesting, but not particularly useful. It was not made by you, Cracky. I was going to say the opposite. It was made by me. That's right. (laughs) You run these stone hands across the handle and the familiar patterning of the runes that you long ago carved into it. Yeah, it's a a really sweet, arcane-looking K, right, with, like, all kinds of... uh, Let's uh, let's say it's like an I with a K as the center uh, black spot on it. Um, so uh, like in the center in the center of the eye, there's a there's a very detailed like uh, ornamental K in the cornea. Uh, but yeah, you you see like his 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 symbol. I like this. I, I think it, I also I like I like this idea that like I mean, Cricky was just like a uh, fucking cyclops, like whatever. But the Especially, like, given the mythical way that we've, that, like, Nathan has established them in the, the, like, I don't know, canon, I guess, of his game so far. I like this idea of the, the Cyclopes being not just, um, you know, like, giants. Like, I mean, they're, like, they seem like they're more like, you know, the, the Greek titans. Like, they're these, these, all of them are magical. Like, they're imbued with a primal magic 
that like is just normal to them so like Cracky was just like a fucking cyclops like whatever but he made this what is now uh, an incredible magical artifact Cracky is self-satisfied i'm just curious <laughs> if you if you just did it once oh that's how i start the fire just a little like think <laughs> yeah no you're no this is exactly what happens fucking ozier's over there twiddling around trying to start fire with some rocks and i'm just like Nolsk, like... I was going to say Nolsk, that same sound that took Grieg away from you. Oh. Uh, that, no, that's a... I was going to, like, make it... Yeah, be its own thing, but the, that being the point that you made, I think that's actually really good. So I'm going to, like, uh, no pun intended, bolt awake and, you know, immediately, like, have my hand on my tri-pick and, like, I'm hopping up to my feet before I'm even conscious. What? Sorry about that. A little stronger than I remember them being. I'm gonna walk up to Cracky and shove him. Don't do that! Sorry. You will be. I'm gonna, like, throw my tri-pick back, like, across the, across the little cavern and, and go back and lie down I as you like walk away Cracky tries to start with like I too have flaw and he like trails off as he notices that you're not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> Ozir uh, Nolsk and Cracky are, are arguing in the back of this hole Nolsk has apparently skulked off to, to curl up once again to go to sleep what are you doing can you keep watch Cracky I am more than happy to watch over the camp. I need rest and to think. I'm beginning to feel little different than these creatures that we kill. Given the gifts of a god, and he like points at his empty eye sockets and sent out to do their someone else's work no matter how noble the end goal is I grow tired of living the life someone else wants me to live I have found in my time that questioning one's station can be dangerous thinking do you speak from personal experience I do, but it also should be said, dangerous thinking isn't bad thinking. You are the wisest weapon I have ever met by far, Cracky. And I would be wiser if I could remember everything. And then he'll do like the slow boulder walk away where he's like think contemplating and stroking his beard. I just, it was thinking like one one big stone finger rubbing against his temple, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Can you change like the makeup of like I like to like the you form a, a oh, beard and you're kinda... like stroking a stone beard that just like kind of grows out of your face as you're like pulling it. That's fun. I like that a lot. 
Just you... a little bit of like, like m- mostly mundane, like manipulation of the substance I'm in. I like that. I think that's kind of neat. That that's canon now. That's been happening this whole time, listeners. It's really neat. I mean, like, yeah. and again, like the his single eye is swiveling around his head constantly, and yeah, that's fun. I like I like the f- feeling of this character now. Yeah. Then uh, Ozir's gonna go to sleep. Cool. Uh, Nolsk, what do Pythians dream about? Or more specifically, what are you dreaming about? I wonder if maybe it'd be interesting to me if like Pythians didn't dream. Like Pythians don't dream because the like the dreamscape is like a you know it's its own dimension that like Pythia is not connected to, and so his first dreams were after he came here and like he didn't understand what they were, you know he like thought he was awake somehow still and doing these strange things. Obviously, he's gotten used to it since he's been here for a while. I think he's back on the scale of Zaffir, but he is by himself. And it's just a drift in the ocean. Like, there's no sails. They're not uh, tied down and, like, to their line or anything. So they're just, like, flapping in the wind. And there's no one else on this ship. And he is, you know, maybe almost, like, stuck at the at the front of the bow. Like, he's the the figurehead on the front of the scale of, of Zaffir rather than Duvaruth's visage behind you you hear the loud cracking of the deck and as you turn around it's folding upon itself and forming a large strange triangular face with the other half of the boat the aft forming a large pupil of an eye as boards break off from the side and snap the mast off ah so you're the pet you're the only one left behind. What are you? Why I'm Erohalan. And the boards of the of the ship kind of reach up in like a weird hand and it goes to poke you. What are you? I am Nelsk. Well, Nelsk, your dead friend wanted to set you free. Do you want to be free? What do you want? I don't want to go back. But I want my friends back. I know what it's like to not want to go back. Me, I don't want to go forward, if you understand. You hear the far-off chirping of seagulls. You can practically taste the salt in the air. Keep on your track, Nosk. Ask me when we meet again. You have time to decide. And I think the the after the aft of the ship folds back over onto you, and you'll wake up at the appropriate time. What is Ozir dreaming about? So yeah, Ozir's dreaming about this oasis he's not seeing it through his the eyes that death granted him so it's actually like verdant and green and everything's alive and it's the oasis that is like where his village would have been built up around but the village isn't there 
from when he was a boy before he was essentially kidnapped by the cult. Yeah, it's just like he's relaxing in this verdant space. I imagine Ozir laying on his back, staring up at the blue sky. At first, a pleasant breeze tussles the hair that Ozir still has, and then picks up and begins stinging with the sand that it's bringing in from the desert. And eventually, a small dust devil forms before him. Again, a single eye forming at the top of it, and just a clump of black coal. Well, here we have the harder cell. It's funny, is this what you want in life, Ozier? To all that your pathetic god has given you, you want the opposite. <laughs> I can take it all away. I can turn back the clock, give you your eyes back, is that what you would like, Ozier? Ah, uh, now, 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 we don't have all night. I can give you the opposite if you want. Give you whole villages to slaughter. Would that be better? I am losing my taste for blood. But this is a dream. This place does not exist anymore. If I were to ask for anything from you... It would be to have my shackles undone. There are people in a village. They wage a struggle against ineffable foes. I would return to them. I have a score to settle with a vampire. Oh yes, the old man who cursed your blood, huh? Valtari? I can just take him away. I could just make it all go away. Or do you want to take him yourself? And like, uh, the image of Voltari like raises up out of the ground. It's easy, just, just put me back together. We can do this however you want, Ozier. Give it some thought, give it some thought. It's fine. I'll see you soon. And the wind picks up and the sun kicks into your eyes and shaves away bit by bit. Yeah, I want to fucking kill that guy. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> He's a total douche. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really like Ozir waking up to Krecky, like, just like squatting down, like, just oh. like looking at him, like looking He's at him. He's a huge <laughs> douche, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Krecky, you're sitting outside this outcropping. The rain coming down now in thick black droplets, you all realize now that wasn't mud. Igthoth's valley is slowly being consumed. The air is practically electric with self-loathing. Would you roll keep watch for me, please? You mean take watch. You, you take watch, forgive me. Oh, my wisdom. <laughs> Not a good stat. <laughs> Hey, we'll get Nate. Uh, uh, do you want me to read Take Watch? Please, please. When you're on watch and something approaches the camp, roll plus whiz. On a 10 plus, you're able to wake the camp and prepare a response. The camp takes plus one forward. On a 7 through 9, you react just a moment too late. The camp is awoken but hasn't had time to prepare. 
You have weapons and armor, but little else. On a miss, whatever lurks outside the campfire's light has the drop on you. So this swamp that's forming in front of all of you bubbles for a minute, and a large toad-like face bubbles up out of the swamp. What are you doing with them, Krecky? This is Head, by the way. I'm their escort. What do you want? Their escort. Hmm. If you were their escort, why didn't you take them to me? I forgot the way. That's how it is, huh? Everyone forgets about me. None of you think I'm a threat? I, with these pathetic, impotent arms, you and my father and all the rest of you, none of you think I'm a threat? That's not what I mean. I'd like very much for you to die. Well, that's not happening now. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show all of you you seem worried. And Krecky kind of like puts the puts the hammer like up on his shoulder. It's almost like you haven't fought anyone in a really really long and like this weird face out of the swamp seems flustered again for a moment before arcing up in a strange tadpole shape and slopping back down into the swamp, sending a tidal wave heading toward the camp. And this tidal wave splits off into two heads with mouths snapping and biting. Ozir and Nolsk, you wake at the sound of this loud splash and come out to see this what do y'all do i think Krecky probably has like whatever initiative there is to have oh yeah, absolutely i'm just saying you guys are awake so these are these tidal waves coming at us like do we need to like defend ourselves or are they like yeah meant to scare no this this is all heading toward you yeah i'll i'll take it uh, you roll defend um how about defining your plus con i guess maybe better how about is that all you've got? When I deliberately take the full brunt of an attack, roll plus con. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Hee hee hee. Let's die on the first roll. Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it, we'll start off with a solid five. <laughs> Jesus. God. Damn. Um, uh, I mean, it's a new body. When you deliberately take the full brunt of an attack, roll plus con on a 7 through 9, pick 1 on a 10 plus as above, only take half the attack's damage as it glances off of you. So I don't get any of these cool things. I think I just fail and take the brunt of this. No, that's that's fun. So these these two heads come around and bite you on each side of your shoulder. Roll a d10. <laughs> a 10. Oh, uh, you mean... Yeah, what else? Dad, three. Cool, 13. Armor? Uh, armor applies. Cool. Uh, yeah, so Nolsk and Ozir, you hear this water crashing against uh, Krecky in the doorway. You react just a moment too late. And uh, 
you have your wits about you, but not much else. What do you do? Whoever wants to respond first. We have like our weapons and armor, right? Because you got an eight. Yeah. Okay. If you'll indulge me for just a moment, Nolsk. Um, <laughs> but I think so. This like serpent's head, right? Yes. That, okay. It smashes into Crecky. And as it's pulling back, I'm going to whip my halberd down through it and try to uh, like cut a big piece of it out. And then I ha- took, as my advance for level three, setup strike. So I'm basically uh, setting him up for Nulsk. Like I'm trying to push it and uh, towards Nulsk a little bit or make an opening so that he can take uh, an extra D4 of damage. Uh, hell yeah. So how does, how does, does setup strike just happen on a hack and slash? Or yeah, when I hack and slash, the next person who attacks it gets a plus one D4 to their damage. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So please, please hack and slash. You have the, you have the birth to do so. Roll that one again. That's an eight. You slice, uh, roll your damage. Yeah, roll your damage. Sorry. Uh, five damage. So yeah, you you move up alongside Krecky, who was showboating for a second and is trying not to make obvious how much how bad that hurt. And uh, I think I mean I think like large stones were taken out of the side of you. And but as the as the snakehead attempts to reel back, you catch it along the neck and just chop its head off, and it falls uselessly to the floor. Nelsk, you have a you have an opening here. That Ozir has just created for you, where the as the monster, whose body is seems to be made entirely of the swamp, reels back and screams for a moment, as it takes a pretty considerable hit. What do you do? So the the head of it got chopped off, and it reels back, and there's the other head, right? It like I'm imagining like a boss a boss scream, you know what I mean, where you hit it real good, and the camera like stops for a second, and goes. Wah! That's a, that's what I'm imagining here. So then I think as it's like. Doing that, doing that scream. I'm gonna Nilska's gonna uh, leap forward and like jump out of this this like cavern that we were set up in, and try and catch the other one, uh, just like square in its in its forehead on this other head. Uh, hell yeah, hack and slash. Uh, that is a nine. That is a nine. Sweet, roll your so damage. I get this extra D four. You get an extra D4, yeah. Oh, God, that's so far away. Hold on. I'm just going to roll this one. Fuck it. Uh, That is a 10. 10 damage. And I think you get, like, real deep into this lizard's head and uh, just split through it as it like this is like more or less congealed swamp water and you hold on to the head for a minute and behind you from the stump of the head that was just severed two heads come out and they're going to they're going to give you a big old chomp one on each side uh so roll a d10 ouch that's 10 damage wow that's two tens that we've rolled on what d10 damn, what damn. the shit yeah. but yeah that's just 10 i mean these these are much these are smaller heads um is this one creature Yes. It's a swamp hydra. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, Krecky, I think the rounds to you, you've you've had your pride hurt a little bit, and a, a many of your rocks... What are you uh, talking about? 
Many of your rocks are missing. Nelsk is holding on to the head, the leftmost head of this Hydra. And it was just, just nibbled at by these two smaller heads that it was just produced. Yep. What do you do? Uh, Nulsk looks in the worst shape. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to... The problem is Nulsk is attached, so my first idea was to give him a little shock. But I think I'm just going to go bash one of the heads with this hammer. So I'm going to run in there swinging, and the one that, let's say, the one closest that's stuck into his, his shoulder, I'm going to just try and, you know, basically cave its skull in. Awesome. Please, hack and slash. That'll be an eight. Roll your damage. Two. So you hit this thing in the lower in the lower part of its neck, and Nilsk falls and lands in the swamp rather harmlessly. Uh, this you sever this head at the neck, and two more produce. And Ozier, the next thing you see is these four heads converging on Krecky. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna charge forward, and as I'm charging, yell, uh, "You or I, beast." Only one of us leaves this swamp. I'm going to trigger Exterminatus. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Do you have to roll something for Exterminatus? Or you no, just, I you, just have to do it. Yeah, just hack and slash. Yeah. Uh, that's 10. Fuck yeah, roll your damage. That's 9 damage. Uh, fuck yeah, narrate narrate the the extermination of this of this swamp hydra. Uh yeah, I mean there are these four heads that just sprouted and then they're gone. I just cut through like at the where they all kind of go back and connect in one spot. It's just one sweep of the halberd. Fuck yeah, and the the they fall rather harmlessly to the to the swamp floor mixing with the rain that is falling heavier and heavier. But far off on the horizon, a little bit closer to you, you see that same strange rectangle in the sky and the far-off buzzing of insects mixing with the patter of rain. What was that? As Nulsk, like, drags himself, like, out of the mud. Yes, Krecky, what was that? Another construct doing the bidding of a scared little boy. Do you know these creatures, Krecky? These ones that we hunt? I do. I once lived amongst these cyclops. Some of them I called friends. I had strange dreams. I believe the father spoke to me. What do you know of this one? Cracky, you can spout lore if you want. I kind of want to spout lore now. Yeah. Uh, 13. Now it comes in hot. <laughs> what should be noted that Era Holland existed before you did. That's, yeah, that's kind of how I saw it as well. The more or less the progenitor of all the Cyclopes. Yep. As a king, if he was a king of anything, as a king he is famous among you for his ruthlessness and his ability to make those who threaten him feel inferior. Head was the first of his sons. 
and to which he gave his arms. Head was also a failure. They rotted on his body. Holland continued to make each of his sons until he was nothing but breath. I suppose we're in like kind of a vague term here where it's like, what do you know about Era Holland? It's like, I, I don't know. You can ask me like a more specific question if you want than that. I want it to be the useful. Uh, I think the the big thing, would Krecky have any inclinations of Air Holland existing somewhat like a like a lich or something as long as the pieces of him existed or something like that? Like when he's asking, I think I saw him in my dreams, would that actually ring something? I mean, he split his soul into five pieces. These yeah. are these these five beings are literally yeah. phylacteries or yeah, that's what horcruxes. Yeah, and so Krecky would understand that he exists in some sort of way that is outside of his soul. Yeah. Does if does yeah. that answer your question? That that's answer, a good yeah. that is a good way to say that. Yeah. Air Holland was a terrible. And great ruler. What you have been hunting down are the remnants of what you would call a soul. For he gave a piece of himself to each of his children. And... One of the sadder specimens still lives. Head, his firstborn, a fool. If there's one thing Erhalen is good for, it's that he was never afraid to die. And neither am I. But that stain of piss, I hate him. He offered me a deal for the extermination of his children to give me whatever I sought. Can I trust him? Erholen is not someone who gives gifts lightly. If he wants something from you, he will offer a fair price. It is good to know what you want when dealing with Air Hallen and his kin. As you might be able to tell when you go against one of them, they can turn what you desire into your worst nightmare. I would give anything to be dead. Just know he might twist something you desire. The one that sent this thing. I mean, like, motions at the swamp <laughs> where, the, where the hydro was. Where is it? Krecky will extend out and you'll see the the like all the rocks come to make a finger on the end of his arm as he points toward the the giant floating black stone situation. How do we get there? I forgot. 
at the <laughs> oh shit um I want to say the Battle of Tours, but that doesn't sound right. Anyway, some medieval battle. They all got sick the night before, the entire English army. And so literally people's like memoirs of the battle, they just talk about how bad it smelled because you can't take your armor off. So people were literally just shitting themselves all day. <sighs> just shitting themselves and killing each other and just smelled bad. Never see that in the reenactments. Exactly. Yeah. Where's all the feces? I wanted feces. There's not enough poop in this movie. It's not real to life. The person is just just squatting and taking a shit at the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) (laughs) This is accurate. Yeah, don't you judge me. This is real. I'm sorry. This is America. (laughs) Why don't you go roll 2d6 about this? And he flicks everyone off. He's he's cranking off one. Wait, why did he start jerking off? (laughs) (laughs) He gets off on shitting in public. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know this. Oh, 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 I've got to hide my shame. (laughs) I'm the bad guy. I thought this was the Renaissance Fair, you nerds. (laughs) What kind of fair is this? You can't just shit in the street and jerk off. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you, a dentist? Statistically, this did happen historically. You had to tell me what to do and not to do with my teeth. White teeth? <laughs> Bill, yes, I am your dentist. Please stop shooting the street. This is... My kids are watching you, damn it. This I'm just trying to eat this fair. whole this turkey dead. leg in peace. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, bacon-wrapped turkey legs aren't quite accurate. But I'm gonna let it pass. That guy over there is wearing a kimono, but no, it's the guy shitting in the street is the problem. <laughs> oh, There's just a car behind him. Beep beep. Beep beep. It's not even a Renaissance fair, he's in the middle of the street. No, Diane, don't get out of the car. He'll move, he'll move, he'll get scared. Just scare him. Beep beep. <laughs> My horn's broken, so I just have to say beep beep out the window. <laughs> and my window doesn't roll down, so I've got to open my car door. <laughs> Comedy of errors. Uh, anyways, we're we're all, we're all shitting ourselves. Um, trying to think what it taking too long is gonna mean. Hold on. Uh, I know we were all joking, but I was way too into the Renaissance shitting at the Renaissance fair. That's where this has to go, right? You're getting struck by lightning again. Are we are we on the same page? Weird. I thought you were gonna tell me I was adopted, but yeah, I'm not <laughs> Greek, Greek suddenly realizes. <laughs>